Hello, everyone. Welcome to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and I am super happy to be here geeking out about astrology. Um, I just posted an introduction to this podcast, and I was talking a little bit about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology. Um, And I'm just going to jump right in with a forecast. And this is intended for people who already have a good understanding of Vedic astrology. If you're newer to this practice, this may not make a whole lot of sense, but it's it's really good to listen to anyway, just so that you can start hearing um, some of the different terminology and learning a bit about the planets. So rather, if you're completely new to Vedic astrology or if you've been studying Vedic astrology for a while, I think that this may be helpful in some ways. So I'm going to talk about the transit that is coming up in March, 2019. It's going to be a conjunction of Saturn and K2. And I talked a little bit about this on my Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, it's wonderful C W A N D E R F U L C on Instagram. And so I was talking a little bit already about, um, this conjunction So Saturn is the planet of discipline. It's the planet of hard-earned lessons. It is in your life to teach you how to be patient and how to work really hard for the things that you want. K2 is a spiritualizing planet, and it's not even a physical material planet in the sky. It's actually a shadow planet. It's an illusion. And what it comes in to do is spiritualizes. It's liberation, isolation, separation. And so when you have this planet Saturn, that's restriction. And something that my teacher always tells me is that Saturn delays, but it never denies. So you'll always end up getting whatever is happening with Saturn, wherever Saturn is sitting in your chart, but it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot of work to get it. Um, it, Again, it helps you learn lessons necessary to acquire those parts of your life. And whenever you have Saturn and K2 come together, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's deep, spiritualizing work. Um, And it's going to affect everyone differently depending on where it is in your chart. If you're curious to know where K2 and Saturn are going to be transiting in your chart, you can go to astrosage.com or university of Vedic astrology.com. That also has a good calculator, um, a very accurate calculator from what I've, from what I've seen. And depending on what number is in the first diamond, if you bring up your chart there, there's going to be diamonds and triangles in that first middle diamond, there's going to be a little number. And depending on what that number is, that is going to be your rising sign. So if you pull up your chart and you see that the first number is the number one, that means that you're in Aries rising. And so if you know that you have Aries moon, or if you are in Aries rising, this means that Saturn and K2 are going to be transiting your ninth house. This is the house of your beliefs. This is the house of your Dharma. This is what you hold to be true. And so when Saturn and K2 come into this house, it shows a complete reevaluation of everything that you believe. It can show you questioning your spirituality, questioning your religion, um, re-identifying with religion and belief. If you have the number two in that first diamond, that means that you're a Taurus rising. 
So if you know that you're a Taurus moon or if you're a Taurus rising, this means that it's going to be transiting your eighth house. The eighth house is death and disease. It's underground knowledge. It's inheritance. It's things that you don't know about. It's um, yoga and kundalini. When you have Saturn and K2 transiting your eighth house, you know, it's, it's going to show you the reality of death. There may be people in your life that pass away. You may be in a health industry where you work with people that are, that are very ill. Um, it could have to do with inheritance. It could have to do with deep spiritual work, spiritual awakening. If you have the number three in that top diamond, if you are a Gemini rising or a Gemini moon, this is going to be transiting your seventh house. This is the, this is the house of relationships. And so when you have Saturn and K2 come into the seventh house, this can show deep work around your relationships. It can bring truth to the surface, recognition to the surface. And again, it's always spiritualizing. None of this happens to you to be a punishment. It all helps propel you on your spiritual path. So, I mean, and if you're not a spiritual person, which you're listening to an astrology podcast, so I'm going to assume that you're probably a little bit spiritual, but if you're not spiritual at all, then just think about it as personal growth. Um, It could cause breakups. It could cause breakups. It could cause you to find a new partner that you're incredibly serious about, but it does require a lot of work and a lot of effort to make this relationship work. Deep transformation of yourself, how you operate in a relationship, how you communicate. If cancer is in your first house, if you're a cancer rising or if you're a cancer moon, it's transiting your sixth house. This is death and disease. It's also service and pets. So be aware, be aware of your health, take care of yourself. Um, it could also mean that you work in a serve, like a social service industry. Um, you may have problems at work, maybe having an extra heavy workload. Be aware of your pets and your pet's health. Um, just be sure to take care of them. Make sure that they're having their checkups. Make sure that they're having proper food and water. It could, it could potentially cause a few health issues. But again, if, if you know that it's coming and you prepare in advance, you'll definitely avoid any, any hardships. If Leo is your rising sign, if you have a Leo moon, this can cause separation from your children. This is creativity. It's your children. It's your protégés, right? Like your really close students that you see as children. This can cause a separation from anything that you feel like, I I want to say children, but it can be also things that feel like children. From your creativity, you may feel like you're having some creative blocks here. It may be challenging for you to, to get that creative juice going. Also, when it comes to investments, now's probably not the best time to make any serious investments. You may want to hold off for a year or two. Um, if Virgo is your rising sign, if you have Virgo moon, this is your fourth house. So you may have a serious home renovation. You may decide that you really don't like where you're living. There could be problems in your home. There could be problems with your mom. You may need to check in with her about her health. Again, make sure she's taking care of herself. She's taking care of her health. Um, everything is good there. Uh, you may also end up actually moving. You may, you may pick up and leave. It could just be a deep unsettling of home. And maybe you just get a new bed or maybe you change things around it. It's going to be more or less intense depending, depending on you and your personal chart. If you are a Libra rising, if you have Libra moon, this is your siblings. 
so it's going to be transiting your third house of siblings. And you may have some conflict with your siblings. There may be miscommunication. In fact, you may have miscommunication in general. This is your third house of, of mass communication and advertising. So be careful with your words. Be careful with how you communicate. It's probably going to bring forth an entirely new way of you perceiving how you communicate and perceiving how people see you, how people hear you. It's going to bring about a greater understanding of how you are perceived in the outer world and really give you new ways, new innovative ways of, of communicating your ideas and thoughts. If you are a Scorpio rising or a Scorpio moon, this is your finances. So there may be some issues around finances. Be careful not to do anything too extreme or too risky right now. Um, you may have job changes. You may have job offers. You know, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be loss, though it does, it will generally bring forth some challenges financially. But thinking about it in the way of maybe you have some troubles financially in one area of life and then you seek out a job doing something else, somewhere else, and then in the future it's going to bring more wealth, more prosperity. So it's just a time of growth, something to be aware of, don't make any risky decisions. If you are a Sagittarius rising, if you are a Sagittarius moon, this is transiting your first house of appearance. So you may physically change. You may experience some melancholy, some depression, some anxiety. And I think that just knowing that this is a possibility really empowers people to go ahead and give themselves permission to seek support. So you may need more support from your friends at this time. You may need to seek out help from a counselor. You may want to... Um, get a personal life coach or do journaling, just something that allows you to nourish yourself in an introspective way and know that this is going to be the peak of the wave, right? Emotionally, maybe you hit a peak of a wave and you know that you're going to find balance and you're going to find security and you're going to find safety. If you are a Capricorn rising or a Capricorn moon, this is transiting your 12th house. So you may have some crazy dreams. You may have some really interesting times trying to sleep and you may be up at night. And I know that you're a Capricorn, right? So Capricorns love to work and be productive. So if you're staying up at night, if you're having these dreams, maybe it's a great time to get up and, and do something. Maybe if you've been wanting to work on a creative project or you've been wanting to get work finished at night, maybe a good time. It may bring up unhashed things from the past. You may be thinking about things that have happened in your past, some trauma that's happened, some loss, and it's going to force you to kind of reevaluate and take a look at that and, and dissolve any illusion that, that you've developed about it. So it's going to bring forth a greater sense of clarity, a greater source of recognition and you know, lead you towards this path of enlightenment. It's your, it's your 12th house of meditation and enlightenment. So now it's like a great time to start a meditation practice. It's a great time to start a spiritual practice. It could be what gets you through this, this transit in a really beneficial and constructive way. If you're an Aquarius rising or an Aquarius moon, this transit is happening over your 11th house. You may have friends that are extremely needy. You may have friends that come to you with all of their problems and they just want to talk to you all the time and they're seeking you out for stability. 
being aware of that, making sure that no one's taking advantage of you. Aquariuses are generally really sweet, good people, really good friends. So just being careful, not letting anyone suck all the energy out of you. And just know that maybe this is a time that your friends need some support. So making yourself available while still also taking care of yourself. If you are a Pisces rising, if you are a Pisces moon, this is going to be transiting your 10th house. You probably will change jobs. If you don't actually change your job, you're going to get a new task at work, or you may have a complete upheaval of the management. Maybe you get a new boss. Maybe someone buys out the company. Something is going to change. And again, you may stay at your job, but new things will be presented to you. Maybe you have a new way of approaching things. There's going to be deep shift and transformation there. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> that was all of the signs and I already did the introduction series today. So I've been talking about astrology quite a bit, but I'm very happy to get this out to you all. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at astrology, astrology now podcast at gmail.com. I would love to answer any questions. And if you're interested in learning from me, taking any courses or workshops, you can visit innerknowing.yoga. No.com, innerknowing.yoga. I offer workshops and like daily retreats out of my house, not daily retreats, but day retreats out of my house. So you're welcome to come learn from me under my roof. And it's a really sweet and intimate space. And I'd love to have you. So thank you so much for tuning in to Astrology Now. I hope that this was helpful. I'm Christine Rodriguez and talk to you soon.